Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I am a life transformation and mindset coach who supports others on their life journey. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are from wellness, healing, spirituality, empowerment, self-discovery, sobriety, parenting, mental health, energy, intuition, and so much more. There are so many good things here for you. So thank you for joining us today for your own self-project journey. I want to welcome to the show today, Annette Wittenberger. And Annette is an Army retired combat veteran, a mother, and a military spouse. She's also the founder and the CEO of A Wild Ride Called Life. And she's the host of the Truths We Hide podcast. So she shares her story and she helps others use their voice to share theirs about their mental health struggles. And I just have to say, I'm very excited to have you here to share your story with us today, Annette. Um, I can't wait to hear more of your story again and about what you do. So if you didn't mind, do you mind just kind of introducing yourself to us and letting us know who you are and um, just kind of more about you? Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. And like you said, I am the founder of A Wild Ride Called Life. That really started with as a blog to have a place to share my own story about my struggles. I, after I retired from the army, I was really in this dark place and it really, it didn't start just then. It was an accumulation of a series of events that had happened over my life. I just was so good at suppressing it. I was so good at just hiding it all because, you know, we, I grew up in the eighties. I was yeah, I'm 45. So growing up then, it was not talked about. You just really don't talk about that kind of stuff. You kind of just, unless you're bleeding and you have a broken bone, you get back up and you keep going. <laughs> and so that's what I learned to do really well as I got older. So, you know, retiring was a huge um loss for me, really. It was like, well, I was, you know, I was this person for so many years I wore this uniform. I was a mom too, but the uniform is what I felt I identified me. So I I lost my identity. I lost myself. And it just all came crumbling down when I no longer had to wake up formation and be around my soldiers. So I, you know, I, I didn't want to die. I wanted the pain to go away. And so after, you know, just letting it out and and confiding in one of my friends, I finally decided that, or she convinced me actually that I, you know, I wasn't, it, it wasn't just a uniform. I'm still, I'm still a mom. I still have these kids, you know, they were teenagers and I have my husband still in, he's still active duty, but I had all these things that I didn't see because when you're in that dark place, you don't see anything else. Nobody can tell you otherwise. You're just like, it's blinded. You're, you only have this vision, um, you know, like tw- 10 feet in front of you. And so I started writing, I started writing a secret really. And until I decided one day that I wanted to have a blog 
I didn't know what I was going to do with the blog. I was, I just, I had a friend who had hired another veteran to do her website. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Maybe I should just do that. And it was terrifying because I, you know, I don't know why I thought, well, you know what? Let's just tell the world. (laughs) And so I figured maybe I could reach more people to, for me, as a way to reach out to them, but also to show them that they weren't alone because I finally realized that, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who had this difficult transition out of the uniform. And so I launched the website and I don't know where the the title came from, but it just did. And that was it. And I went with it. So a wild ride call life it is. And I think it applies to a lot of things, not just military. So I was like, let's just do it. So for the past uh, four years, that's just, I continue to gain the strength to use my voice. I just had to do it one step at a time. It wasn't like I just went all in. There was parts of my life that I had never shared before, but as soon as I was able to let that out and decide that, you know, Yes, I have, you know, PTSD, depression, anxiety, but I wasn't going to let it control me anymore because if I did, then, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. So I decided to live with it instead of suffer from it. And that's really what I'm trying to help people do because as we all know, the suicide rates keep increasing and, you know, it's just, unless we, learn how to not let that consume us and identify us. And I think it makes it a little bit easier. You know, that stigma, that's, that was the killer right there. It was that fear of being judged and fear of people thinking we were crazy and, you know, it was really something wrong with you. It was just all these things. So I couldn't, I couldn't let it happen anymore, at least not for me. And I just I just started sharing it everywhere on all my social media because that's the thing. That's where you reach people, unfortunately. If we can't be out in public, social media is where it's at. So, you know, stop the bullying. Let's make the conversation. You know, let's have that conversation of how it really feels. And so now it's everywhere. TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, it, it's everywhere. So let's just be that person who makes it okay in transitioning to the podcast. You know, I didn't, I had no idea what I was doing with that either. I just wanted to create a safe space for people to use their voice in a different capacity. If they didn't want to write, you know, do a blog, if they didn't want to, if they didn't feel comfortable writing or they didn't know how to write it out, then if they felt, you know, by being on a podcast was easier than, then let's do it. And and in the beginning, really, I thought maybe veterans, it would be all veterans centered. But I had I had strangers reach out to me that asked me, do you have to be military affiliated? Because I know how it feels to, you know, I, I've lost somebody to suicide, or I know how it is to, to feel this way and all that. And I said, yes, let's do it. Let's, let's educate the world that is not just military that deals with with this crap. It's anybody. And, you know, even, uh, yeah, it just, it, it is, it's everybody, not just military families, spouses, children, because my two kids, they, they suffer from the, some stuff themselves. But 
um, we we needed to just show the world that it's it's anybody. It could be in the hair salon. It could be in the coffee shop. You don't know. And I and I try to teach my kids never to judge a book by its cover because you don't know what's going on, and that's exactly it. It's you don't know what someone's going through. They could smile all day long, but inside, they're dying. They're dying inside, and they don't know how to let it out. And so I want to help people find that voice. You know that we all have a story, and that's the that's the crazy thing is there's people out there who are like, I have my life's boring. I have no story, but you do. You, you absolutely do. And someone needs to hear it. So it's scary. And you know, like I said, this didn't happen overnight. It took me years to get to this place. So, but it's, it's my absolute passion to, to help you find your passion, you know, and and to find your voice so that you can want, you want to find that joy to get up every morning and to keep showing up. And that's one of the hardest things to do, especially now. Oh my God. I think that it's really important that you brought up. And I love this. Like you said, you kind of took a turn away from military because you saw um, that, like you said, everybody's affected by something at some point in our life. And, you know, we're not going to go through this life unscathed and being affected by some kind of trauma, no matter how big or small it may be. Like, that's okay. That's your perspective. We're all going to go through something. And I have to tell you that I really, really resonate with your story. While I'm not from a military background, I um, became a stay-at-home mom way back when, and I um, left a nursing career. And I had let that completely identify me and label me that I was like an ER nurse, and that was that was me. So when I lost that, that, that overwhelming sense of just like loss of identity and who am I and what am I even doing here? What's my purpose? Like that threatened to just drown me. And, you know, I went through a really difficult several years after that, you know, just the the roller coaster of, yeah, going through the mental illness. I went through addiction. I went through, um, again, suicidal ideation, depression, anxiety, uh, just all of these things. So I just have to say what I think that you are doing, like you said, is so important. And again, it affects everybody. You don't know people's stories. Like you said, we slap a smile on. We look like the most joyful, you know, happy, go lucky people that you see, but you don't know what's going on underneath. I think we're all so used to putting a mask on to hide it because that's how we've been conditioned. Like you said, if you're not bleeding, something's not sticking out of your skin, like you're fine, right? I also love that you touched on the power of social media because social media, when you look at it, is really powerful. So ask yourself, what way are you using it in? Are you using it to promote fear and bullying and the shame? Or are you, again, on the flip side, using it to promote the positive, sharing your story, sharing your voice, using it to, um, you know, create or find community with others in a way that you can be uplifted and empowered and get away from that? fear-mongering, like you said, bullying side of it. So I think that that's really important too. So do you mind to kind of, like you said, this year has been a little bit of an extra difficult one with, um, you know, COVID and isolation. I know that that's really had an effect on me, um, you know, being isolated and dealing with some of my mental struggles then. Have you kind of noticed um, more and more people coming to you during this time that are struggling right now? Yeah, they, you know, more people actually want to have a conversation by Zoom. (laughs) Via Zoom because they want to see a face, 
you know? And so I've never spent so much time on Zoom in my life. Um, but that's what's what people need. And so when we schedule calls, that's what it is. To, uh, or, or there's Google Meet now with video. There's FaceTime. There's, and so it's kind of funny because we spend so much time texting <laughs> and leaving voicemail. Well, maybe voice messages. Sometimes that happens. Um, or, you know, Facebook Messenger. But I've seen such an increase in just picking up the phone and doing a quick Google Meet call because they want that interaction. And so, you know, I'm here for it because it, it really, makes a difference on your day. If, believe it or not, if you're feeling grumpy and somebody wants to call you FaceTime, you kind of change your mood because it it makes, I don't know, it just up uplifts you to see a face, especially when they're, you know, and they're in a good mood. And so, yeah, I just, I've noticed a lot of that. I think it's cool. I think it's really good. I, I've actually noticed my son, he'll do FaceTime calls with his friends too. And it's so, you know what? That's cool. That, that really is because the texting, you know, it, it could be, it's a lost art of communication. <laughs> you could text something and not really mean it the way, you know, it's just, <laughs> it comes off the wrong way or whatever. So um, I've seen that and I think it's been helping. Um, especially when there are people out there that are afraid to leave. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I honestly don't leave my house for like four days at a time. And it's not because I'm afraid or sad. It's because I really dig into my work to the point where I'm like, oh my God, it's five o'clock already. <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't mind it because I'm being productive. So I think that's one of the most important things. If you're not going to leave your house, make sure you're at least, reading something or, you know, Netflix is cool too, because I'm, I love it. Find a hobby though, you know, make it, make it to where it's making you feel good if you're not going to leave, you know? And I think that's the hard part because I, there were days where I wouldn't leave because I wasn't, I didn't want to be around people. And I've realized that it's probably not good. (laughs) I I need to do something else. So because I love to write, you know, that's what I spend my time doing. I love putting words on that document to make them come alive. And it's funny. I used to hate writing in school. I was so not a writer. I hated speaking in public, especially in the military. I would like sweat and shake. But now it's like, it's really changed my life, really. And, and I, and I really, try to help people to do that, you know, because once you find your passion, your whole world changes. And it's hard because we're so used to the corporate life or the nine to five or the, the safe, the safe places that we're afraid to come out of our comfort zone. And so once I found out how to do that, it's just like, man, you could do it, you know? And I think you need that support system. And I love cheering people on. Like you could totally do it. If that's what you love and that's what you want to do, go for it. But you have to, you have to want it. You can't just go for it and be like, uh, eh, cause then you're going to hate it. You know, 
Well, I think that that's important too. And I think that it's important that you allow yourself to explore as well, because that was kind of something that I started at the beginning of this year. I had made a whole declaration that I was going to be trying like a new thing every week. And then we got, you know, shut down with COVID. And instead of letting that kind of derail me, I'm like, cool, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, interview people. So it was still finding ways to incorporate just a little bit of joy and beauty and just kind of magic into every day. I totally think that we can, we can make it what we want it. You know, we can sit here and be miserable and fearful and isolated, or again, you know, we can stand up and choose to take control. And of course that's not always easy. Of course I was in a, you know, stuck in a place for a while where I couldn't see that, where I could stand up and take control. But again, that's why it's important that, People like us are sharing our stories and sharing like, we've been there. We've been there. We know how it feels. Um, and like, we're here with a flashlight for you. Like, just come, come walk through the dark. That's a, like literally how I see myself sometimes just like shining a flashlight, just saying like, Hey, we're over here. You can come over here too. Like, it's so cool. So, um, yeah, I just thought that, um, like I said, that that's, that's just really important. You can, um, I love that you touched on just zoom calls. Like I've, these podcast interviews give me life. Like I have, you know, a, so many scheduled a week and I, I look forward to them while I get nervous because I'm also a huge introvert. Like at the end of it, I'm just like, it brightens my day. I'm like, that person was amazing. I got to hear their story. And like, I'll go talk my husband's ear off. And he's like, okay, you just finished an interview. Didn't you? And I'm like, yes, I did. It was awesome. So I think that, you know, like you said, that level of just connection, especially right now is really, really important for us. So I would kind of love to hear, um, how are you working with others? Do you have any programs or anything like that, that you are, you know, kind of coaching others through? Yeah. So I just do, you know, just the one-on-one or group coaching, I do a lot of, I have a lot of calls during the week just for people who need some inspiration or a kick in the pants, you know, to move towards what they want to do. And so I really love doing that. I'm also a mentor on, um, it's called Veterati. And it's for, it's like being on LinkedIn, but just Veterati's military spouses, you know, all it's, it's military centered. So I just, I just love having the conversations because I know how it was years ago to not know what the heck I was going to do with my life. And I am involved in a lot of communities. I work with a lot of nonprofits to help other people find their, find their place, you know, and, and to, to help them get out of the dark. So yeah, I just I I do a lot actually. I'm I'm like a, all over the place. It's because I just love helping people. <laughs> so I'm like, just call me, just text me, just message me. We'll set up a time to talk. Because I didn't have that. I didn't have, I didn't have my people. I didn't, or maybe I did. I just didn't see it. So let me let me put it that way. I probably did. I just didn't know how to talk to them. And so now, when I'm in a community where I, I feel like I can, I can talk about it it's it's so helpful to have a coach or a mentor um to just bounce ideas off of or to talk to about whatever so now I'm trying to be that person 
I want to, I want to be that person for people. So, but I am in the, I am in the, in the middle of, of launching a program. So that will be out. Um, and then I'll have a book with it. The book will be out next summer. So I am working on things to see. Um, but yeah, I'm always open to ideas and just talking to people. So I just love it. I love it. So cool. I kind of want to circle back around, um, something that you mentioned. So do you see this a lot with, um, you know, military as they're coming out, um, for whatever the situation is just, like that loss of identity? Are you seeing a lot of that where they're just kind of like, what do I do now? Um, I do. Um, you know, I, I, I got out before my peers. So some of my peers that are now getting out or are, are, are trying to find their way or um, just other, other soldiers too. Um, since I'm in a big veteran community, there are a lot of soldiers who are like, I don't, this is all I knew. I don't know who I am. I don't know how to get up. I don't know how to talk. And so that's the scary part is that because we were so programmed, they don't know how to talk about their feelings, especially men. Men are always the tough guys, you know? And so for them to find a place to have that conversation is difficult. So, you know, now there are more programs being started. Uh, I can't think of the word that are available. There are more programs being afforded for these soldiers to find their place. And so um, I think that's one of the best things in they're out there. It's just that people don't know how to find them or they're afraid. So that's why I'm trying to just get that, get that out there is I could give you a list of a list of people that I work with that would love to have you no judgment. And and that's the only thing I don't, I don't promote anything that I don't believe in. And so when I talk about these communities are amazing, it's because I've been with them and I understand and I, and I've been there. I've, I've used my voice and they've, they've helped me. So, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's really sad because we just spent so much time hiding our, ourselves and when we're out and we don't have that camaraderie in our family, we don't know what to do. So I just, I think that's another reason why I'm like, no, come over here. I will put you with your people. I will bring you back. I will help you find your passion because it's there. It's just scary at first. It's a change at first, you know, and like you said, you are coming back. You don't know what you know, situation they might be dealing with. Like you said, there's often um, PTSD involved, you know, depression, anxiety, and we all know that our mental health care for veterans is, is well, mental health care for everybody is this, but especially for our veterans. Um, so like I said, I think what you're doing is so important. And the fact that you've created community that they can come to, you know, right away, like you, you know, like you said, you kind of catch them like, Hey, come over here where you didn't have that. Or like you said, you just didn't see that. Do you mind kind of sharing a little bit more? You have your own podcast as well. Um, and then you said you've kind of taken a turn away from, um, just a veteran focus on it. So are you just kind of talking more about mental health on there? Yeah. So it's called the truce we hide. <laughs> um, and, and that really came from, I, I think my own, my own personal um, background. And so the guests that come on 
have either overcome a very traumatic experience or a lifestyle that is not the norm uh, or, you know, any kind of obstacle and how they turn it around and what they're doing now to help other people. And it's so inspiring. Like you said, when you talk to talk to people on your podcast, it's like they just, every little story changes a part of you. And so to hear people that have lived through, you know, sex trafficking or, oh gosh, you know, domestic violence or just everything you can think of, you're listening to them and you're like, oh my God, you know, we... It, it makes us appreciate a little bit more of our life, you know? And I think that's what's really changed a lot of us that have listened to it. Cause I have people that will come back and say, oh my gosh, I listened to this episode and holy crap, like, you know, I decided to stop drinking now or, or whatever the case is. And that's what it's about. It's, it's about, sharing those stories to help someone else that needed to listen to it. And so that that's what it is. It's just, there's 88, there's like 90 episodes of just pure heartfelt stories from real people that have gone through the craziest crap, but now they're here and they're open up a safe house or they've, or they're in a recovery program that they open up for you or whatever the case is. Now they're here to show you that there was light at the end of the tunnel, the darkest place ever they have come out of it. And now they're here to help you. And I think it's, it's incredible. I, like you said, I agree. Just hearing other people's stories, it does change a piece of you every time, change your perspective, change your view, change, make you more, you know, just, brings up gratitude and just abundance and and just seeing yeah seeing these strong people on the other side and everything that they've been through is is an inspiration as well so I think that yeah I can see both of us were very lit up by you know by our podcast and doing that and it's helping bring other people's voices to the world too you know helping, just helping people. So, so when you, you said that, you know, yours has been a journey of you starting to share your voice. Like you said, you started very small and you had to work your way into it. It wasn't like you just woke up one day and you like, you know, and you did it all and you shared it all. So if you have somebody um, maybe who's just starting with wanting to share their story, share their voice, change their life, what are some of the first kind of things that you like you tell them to start doing. I I hear not a hear. I have I'm not a big journaler. I think my journaling is on the computer. So that's where I that's where I write the most. And that's what's really helped, I think, is starting to just put the words on paper or on the computer screen to bring it to life. And once you start seeing that and you're able to spell it out in that way it helps you to actually say it as well. So it, it just takes time. It, it is as baby steps. It really is. And it's finding, finding that other person who will listen. Cause I think that's what we need to is people who will just listen. I don't want advice. I don't want you to give me recommendations. I just want you to hear me out and we're out there, you know, and, and it's scary, but there's so many people now that are in Facebook groups that are pouring, pouring their heart outs. You know, why don't you put that into a little journal? 
Why don't you start writing a chapter of your life, you know, and when you're ready, then, then you can actually speak it into the world. And I think that's the most freeing, it's the most freeing thing you'll ever experience. So I just start, tell people to start small journal or your iPad, wherever you write, do it there because it helps you put those words out there for you to read them and see them and say, okay, now I identified it. This is why I'm feeling this way, or this is what I'm feeling. And I think that's the biggest thing because we can sit here and say, I'm so pissed off and it eats you up alive, but you put it out there and you're like, okay, done next. I love that. And I like too, that you mentioned that you don't have to put it out there for the world right away. Like this could be something for you at first, just to, you know, sort through your thoughts and what's going on for you. And yeah, putting pen to paper or even like speaking it. Cause I know that writing was a really big thing for me at first too. So even just like, sometimes I would just open up the voice memo on my um, phone and I would just like talk through whatever was going on for me. So I think just like you said, just getting it out of you. You're so right. And I love that you brought that up. I forgot about that. Yes. The voice notes, the voice memo, the, I think you could speak to your computer now. I don't even know (laughs) anything. It's any way you want to do it. Yes. Let it out. Get it out. So do you want to tell us where could we find you online if somebody wanted to come and connect with you? Yeah, you can find me on my website, a com, and it could direct you to my social media, the podcast, email, all of that. Awesome. So we'll have everything linked up in show notes. So you'll be able to go right there and go and find Annette. And Annette, did you have anything else um, that you kind of wanted to share with us today or any kind of closing thoughts? I think the one most important thing, and, and I know that everybody's heard it, is that it's okay to not be okay. And once we start to realize that, you know, we'll stop caring about what other people think, just know for yourself that it's okay. And if you're not feeling it that day, take it, take that day off and start again tomorrow, but just keep, keep showing up. I think that that's such an important message. So I just have to thank you, Annette, so much for being here today, for sharing with us, um, I, your story is incredible and what you're doing to help others is incredible. And so. I hope that from this episode, somebody's able to come and connect with you and have their life changed. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and I will see you next time.